Hello. Hello. Hi, mommy. How are you? I'm good, sweet pea. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, welcome back to the Youth and the Youthful podcast. I am your host, sweet pea, and I'm mommy. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that is listening. I'm so happy that thank you guys are enjoying. You. Um, and people who are asking when the next episode is going to be and giving us suggestions and recommendations and helping us through this whole process thank you thank you yeah we're figuring out we're still figuring out um like technology stuff and what we like what we don't like um and topics and everything topics are actually kind of flowing in a lot and it feels like um we are going to be um picking and choosing which ones we want to talk about each week but um thank you guys so much and yes thank you for for listening thank you for rating and if you are rating please leave comments mm-hmm. we'd appreciate it and um yeah i don't know for me i i i just would prefer to know what everyone is thinking and how they're feeling but i'm really not in for it for you know <laughs> not in for it for the likes at least i'm not i enjoy no yeah these I, are our conversations mm-hmm. that we have on a regular basis and we thought we'd like to share them with the world yes i'm very happy that um I'm just happy that everyone's liking something that we enjoy doing. Yes. Yeah, not really for the likes. And I mean, I feel like as the topics we're talking about, like, mm-hmm. continue, it feels like we're getting, we're kind of outlining what we want to discuss. I mm-hmm. mean, I want to discuss fun things, too, but I think it's also important to discuss important important things or, like... Things that can impact, things that can, you know, make a difference. Well, to me, that's why we're doing it, because the conversations I think we have personally do impact, mm-hmm. these, you know, some us. Yeah. So maybe they can share it with others. But, yeah. Um, and if we don't get canceled tonight, then, yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> said it'll be good. The title this, we're canceled oh. after this or something. <laughs> so hopefully we'll not. Hopefully not. Okay, so yes, thank you again, and let's get into the episode. Um, so this week, uh, in the news, we found out with the Space Jam 2 movie coming out that, um, what's you call it, what's his name, Pepe, Pepe, Pepe Le, Pew Le Pew is being removed is from being, the movie. Yes, um, Space Jam, and they're also removing, oh, I have to find it, the Mexican cat, uh, mouse, what's his name? What is his name? I can't think of his name, but he's also being removed. Um, They said because there was a a racist stereotype. And I think in a sense that some of the things are just going a little bit too far. Mm -hmm. Um, And with the, the Mexican mouse... I the I heard that the person that does the voice even said no it's not this is something that people can watch the cartoon and, and relate to say oh he sounds like me mm-hmm. I mean it's not as though um, like in Dr. Seuss they had the um, the if I owned a zoo they had depictions of Africans um, black black men barefoot with grass skirts if I owned a zoo that's a little negative but having I don't know. I just think that in, in a lot of instances, it's just going too far. Like with Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew is a fictional character. It's a skunk. It's a skunk. And he was doing skunky things, if you want to put it that way. If you're going to make it a, a moral, humanistic um, definition, he was doing what a skunk does. And the whole thing with that with the cartoon is that she actually enjoyed it. Cause be, because when he stopped 
kissing all over her and mauling her, she looked up to him and was like, what are you doing? Why are you stopping? So I, if they had kept the character in the movie and then had him see the error of his ways and, and, and be reformed, that would have been better than taking him out altogether because it doesn't put a fix to the, to the behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I do remember about uh, Looney Tunes, right? Yep. What I remember about Looney Tunes, yeah, Pepe Le Pew. I do remember the character that um, the girl. I don't remember the girl, but I do remember. Yeah, when he would stop giving her attention, she would mm-hmm. kind of. Which I think in that situation um, is, I don't want to say okay, but that situation is like okay, it makes sense. That's why he would continue to try to show her those like affections because like she is like i want it right Mm -hmm. from what i understand in the movie apparently there was a scene where i forget i don't know the actress's name but there was a scene where pepe p was like coming on to this actress who was a person and she was like no 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 Mm -hmm. and i think does he get in trouble yeah she files uh, this is what the scene was supposed to be Mm -hmm. she files a restraining order um so in that case, it was kind of like the affections weren't reciprocated. So I can kind of understand where they were coming from about, you know, him being that way and then her taking action. And I do agree in this situation that um, it was it could definitely be a learning opportunity for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not people, because I think the other thing about it, too, is it's a cartoon for it's supposed to be a kid's movie. Right. So I guess it, it, it definitely would show children that, you know, unwanted. <laughs> unwanted and behave like you shouldn't be doing if someone says no and they don't want that mm -hmm. attention and they file a restraining order see i don't know i don't i don't i don't know i i get the whole psyche i get that you know things that kids are introduced to on a regular basis is something that they portray as they get older i Mm -hmm. totally understand that however when they're going to the movies and they're looking at things the the story that underlying where Pepe was going beyond his advances. He shouldn't have done that. And she was getting up upset. And even the restraining order, that's adult. The kid is not getting that, oh, they, they got this this um, this thing from the court to make her stay away, him stay away from her. That I, I really think that I understand, I understand the, ne- the necessity of it. However, I understand it in an adult way not in that of a child. It's a cartoon and they're going to see it as a cartoon. They're not going to see it as, you know, this is this is behavior that I shouldn't be doing. They're not getting that. They're not I getting think, that in the movies. I think maybe you're underestimating children maybe because I mean, you you I I, I don't see and I I just don't because I remember, I'm thinking back when I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I remember watching, there was one episode of Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this episode, but it was Bugs Bunny and he was like chasing after another woman bunny and like they were on the steps or something like that and then it was like supposed to be heaven or something. I don't remember that book. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that... And, and what was the lesson you got out of that? There was no lesson, but like I knew that he was like lusting after her. I got that as like a 10-year-old. Well, 10 years old is very different than... 10 years old are going to the movies. Right, but again, I... It's, isn't it PG-13? 13-year-olds. We're talking about PG-13 movies. 13-year-olds. I think year olds. more of it belongs still on the onus of the family and the parenting and the upbringing there. Because not for nothing, if you're taking your child to see the movie, then it's your responsibility to explain those things that are inside the movie. 
Okay. Okay. So, because there are certain things I wouldn't take you to go see. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're introducing those type of things to children, then it's your responsibility to explain and define the situations. And especially if they ask you one and two, if they're just going and enjoying the movie and then you start seeing behavior that is indicative of a character in the movie, then yes, it's time to address something. But I honestly think for the most part, unless they're constantly being seen, seeing those things, unless they're constantly being driven into their psyche, they're seeing it as a space jam thing. They see the characters, they're happy about it. And can we go to McDonald's? Okay, I have an example. Think about okay. me when I was how old? Thir- three, maybe? Watching Lion King? Or four or five, whenever I realized. Granted, like, okay, I had seen that movie a, a lot, right? Every but, day for about a month. Right, so I love The Lion King, and I watched it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, even think about, I don't remember, it's not Mufasa, with Scar, right? Everyone knows Scar's evil. Like, yeah. as a kid, you know he's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so why wouldn't they be able to pick up that Pepe Pew is again giving attention to someone that doesn't want it? To me, it. You're, you're just proving my point. You watch Lion King every day at the same time every day after school for about a month straight every single day. Every single day. It was constantly in your psyche. It was constantly around you. It was con- You were constantly being reminded that Mufasa died and Scar was bad and Simba was sad. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you don't think I got that the first time? No, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. I okay. don't. I think you got it because you kept watching it. And then and even the day when you said you didn't want to see it, I, I was like, you you got home, and you said, "Mommy, I don't want to watch Lion King." Or mm-hmm. no, I think I can't remember. I think you were watching it, mm-hmm. and you started crying. And I was like, "Baby, what's the matter?" And you was like, "I'm sad. You're you're sad because she you got that Mufasa had died mm-hmm. after watching it thirty times, or it was building up in you, mm-hmm. and you you couldn't watch it. You didn't want to watch it for a while, and you did not watch it." For I don't know how long, mm-hmm. but that's what I mean. Is by it's something that's being constantly reinforced. If you're you're constantly loving your person, you're you're loving your child, you're feeding, you're pouring into them goodness and greatness. That's what's going to show through. But if you're constantly pouring in movies that they shouldn't be seeing and, and behaviors that they shouldn't be you know, mm-hmm. confronted with, then that's what they're going children emulate what they see Mm -hmm. so again if they were watching space jam constantly 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 then and you're not addressing the situations Mm -hmm. then yes i can see that but if them going to the movie one time and then why and i could be wrong I mm-hmm. could be wrong, but them going in and watching it one time, they're not going to see old Pepe Le Pou, Le Pou is, you know, molesting and making advances towards the other skunk or, or the person. I don't know the if actress. it's a per- the actress in the thing. And I just think I, uh, my whole premise about the whole thing is like, I think that so many things are being put in place to be distractions. So you, you want to take away fictional characters. You want to, you, you want to change Aunt Mama. You want to take books off the shelves. The books should be off the shelf absolutely with some of the racial things that are in there and again even in 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 saying it to the child the child doesn't understand that the child is not seeing that the prejudice to me is something that is taught to the child if in them reading the books they're 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 you're reading the books to them and you're t- telling somebody don't play with that person because they look like this or don't talk to that person because they talk like this that's something that you're giving to the child but if these little distractions that they're doing, they're, oh, so, so they're taking off books off the shelf, they're taking fictional 
skunks out of movies and that's supposed to be a big deal that's supposed to be progress that's what it's supposed to be something that we should be happy about i think the things that need to be fixed is me being able you being able little black boys brown boys being able to walk down the street with a hood on and not being killed or Mm -hmm. men being able to go to the store and and not dying and being handcuffed those are the things that need to be fixed not fictional characters not not disney dumbo those things is like to stop already i think that um i don't know we definitely disagree on this one Mm -hmm. because i think that every okay i don't agree with Aunt Jemima, (laughs) but i do think that it is also the little things that matter um and i think it i think definitely it's the little things that matter because like the people who are i don't want to say making these decisions but the people that um grew up let's say let's grew up with the dr seuss racist Mm -hmm. books Mm -hmm. grew up with Pepe Le Pew me? molesting people. <laughs> me? I mean, yeah, you, but I mean, it's there's also other people out in the world. And like you said, you don't really know their life experiences. So mm-hmm. maybe um, Pepe Le Pew on the screen is making those advances. And then when they get home, their parent, the same things happen in their home. Mm-hmm. So like they are constantly seeing those things. But I do think that what I'm hearing from you, one that made me think of is like the question is whether we as a society feel like things like movies books music stuff like that is supposed to teach people things versus just be like a form of art a form of sharing i mean even thinking about like music right with cursing and objectifying women like it's out there do you you know do you um I object. What's the word? It's out there. Do you, are you the person that's look, looking for that? A person that's listening to that or hearing that? Of course. I, I, but see, my thing is too, and it still always comes back to your home, to your nurturing, to your upbringing, to what you're exposed to, what you do. Like now when we're in a car, when we're in a car and you're playing your music and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, mommy, because it has a curse in it. And I always say to you, I don't understand what is, what is the need for people to make, like even the love songs now, they're cursing. Mm-hmm. The, the, and I, it makes me laugh when I think about what I'm about to say, because I remember my 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 mom, your grandmother, used to say, "Oh, what's that crap you listen to? What's that junk music you listen to?" But then I looked into her music; there were innuendos of sexuality, mm-hmm. there were in, innuendos, and the whole "baby, it's cold outside." You know, you want to stop. That's a Christmas classic. Mm-hmm. But and so those type of things, your grandmother was like listening to. Mm-hmm. Our gener, my generation, took it a little step farther, you know, with with things. <laughs> Your generation is taking it a little even even farther, and I just think that, you know, to me, it's 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 not. You learn from it, absolutely, absolutely. You're moved by it, absolutely. You you it may expose you to things and make you want to search and look to other things. Art is that kind of form. It should be moving to you. However, if you're using it for learning how to raise your children, how to talk to your children, how to engage with your children, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, that's not... I'm not really saying that, but, like, I think, I'm thinking about people that I know who didn't know, like, English. They came to America, didn't know mm-hmm. English. They look at SpongeBob to mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. how to speak English. They look at movies. They look at TV. They look at music, how to learn English. Mm-hmm. And just as an example because we were talking about dr seuss there's a book that i don't they it mentions like racist racist 
things connotation so it says i'll use the black one because uh, right if i own a zoo um if i own a if i own a zoo i would i had a zoo if i had a zoo Mm -hmm. something along the lines we're we're paraphrasing but Mm -hmm. if i own a zoo i would want you know i would have black people in grass skirts and it's like okay well that is implying well again like i said i i to me, I, I really don't want to speak on it because I did not read the book. I'm reading this from an article online, and it was written by Mark Pratt on mm-hmm. March 2nd. Six Dr. Bo- uh, six Dr. Seuss books won't be published for racist images. And one is, and to think I th- that I saw it on Mulberry Street. And it's about, and it depicts an Asian, um, hold on, let me find it. An Asian person is portrayed wearing a conical hat, holding chopsticks, and eating from a bowl. If I Ran the Zoo includes a drawing of two barefooted African men wearing what appears to be grass skirts with their hair tied above their heads. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, again, we had to, kind of had this conversation. The two barefooted African men wearing grass skirts with their hair bu- tied above their heads, I would like to know what were they doing in the zoo? If you're talking about you owning the zoo and these are the people that you would have in the zoo to for workers or you, these are the people that you would have, I, like, I don't understand. To me, that, that statement, that description is racist. To me. Mm-hmm, me too. And so the other one, it has an Asian person portrayed wearing a conical hat, holding chopsticks and eating from a bowl. And for, and, and I presume that could be racist as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, for me... I attribute chopsticks that came from China. They spread out through the the, the continent. Mm-hmm. I think back in the, I don't know, what did I say, 15, 1200 BC or something mm-hmm. like that. So that is an association to Asians. Mm-hmm. It is. When you go to Chinese restaurants, they give you chopsticks. You mm-hmm. have to ask for a fork. So again, for me, that's not something that I think is racist. Maybe Chinese people do I don't know Mm -hmm. but I just think that in 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 descriptions of ethnicities that because from stereotypes are true truth comes from stereotypes come from truth stereotypes they do there's truth in jest there's truth in some stereotypes let me put it that way yeah because I always always go back to the fried chicken that's the stereotype of black people (laughs) and I can say I don't really like chicken. <laughs> you don't like chicken, no. And I know people who have black people who have never eaten fried chicken. Exactly. And I also know a large majority of them that do. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't take offense to that. You know, I for me, if I don't take offense to that, I don't take offense to watermelon. I I take offense to the connotation or how you're viewing me inside of that because I like fried chicken and I like watermelon. I mean, I, I like to dance, and I like potato salad, and <laughs> I, I like all of those those things that may attribute that that society may attribute to black people, and I don't take offense in that. I take offense if you are treating me according to your belief of the stereotype. That's where I that's where I get offended. Yeah, I I understand that. Um, I was gonna say because. The other thing I thought about with, like, say, Space Jam, we're going back to Space Jam, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was, I'm thinking about the people who are not culturally aware, mm-hmm. people who do not have access to other cultures. 
like the people in like the middle of nowhere arkansas or like i don't know that that's a cop-out you can go culture you can get anywhere you can go to a library there are books in all in the library now right the, the, the age of the internet you can google anything yeah i'm, I'm talking out. about the people that are not seek because they're in their bubble right and they're not seeking to find people well, life outside of themselves Did so it? they see mm-hmm. they see space jam and or, I mean, it's, oh yeah, they're talking about the the mouse or the Spanish mouse, right? Mm-hmm. They've never met a they've never met a Hispanic person or a Latino mm-hmm. person. They don't know what that's like. Mm-hmm. And then they do meet them, and they're like, oh, this is the this is the only thing that I can really connect it to is this cartoon that is saying and, and doing things that maybe aren't an accurate representation of that culture. Yeah, and, and again, I, I keep bringing it back to the parents. I keep bringing it back to to how you're nurtured and how you're raised. It's a prime example. You have people who are in in what cow, cow tipping is is um, mm-hmm. a people after who, school activity, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And then they go away to school, and they go to a diverse college campus. That's when they're exposed to different types of people. That's when they learn the differences in what they learned and or saw on television Mm -hmm. and just by experiencing life, right? And that's when most of them, if they are open-minded enough, Mm -hmm. will go back and tell their parents about their upbringing and how they were, you know, incorrect in their thoughts and Mm -hmm. processes if they are on the lean to the more left side of, of, of prejudice mm-hmm. or whatever. So I think it, it all comes back to the person, what they're willing to, to look into. Like, again, if, you, if, if you're only going to raise yourself on TVs and, 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 and songs of, of the times, mm-hmm. television, then you're, on, you're not expanding yourself. You're, only, you're going to be very one-sided. You're going to only accept whatever's being given to you inside of what you're watching. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... I'm just saying that because I, I feel like, for me, I do... I think I tend to forget that there are people in the world that don't have access to the kinds of things that I have access to. Mm-hmm. With education, with culture, with people, trying different foods, like no offense to anyone who lives in the middle of the united states but Mm -hmm. like i don't know if there's a chinese food store around your corner you know Mm -hmm. i don't know if like i was talking to mr jerome shout out mr jerome Jerome. (laughs) and um like certain some people in the middle of nowhere don't have like um internet access like high speed internet access or like access to channel two they have all they have is fox news because that's where those outlets target like it's i think it's more about um the distribution the distribution of information so if all you do get at your movie theater is space jam 2 <laughs> and you see that yes but i still go back to you're seeing it once but if it's something that that is in your life all the time then yes it's just a, a repeating of what you you may not do or maybe should do mm-hmm. so i get that but i think in in one instance it unless that again is something you're constantly experiencing or that's something that's inside of you and it wakes up something inside of you i don't think that's going to alter how you behave or at least it shouldn't and it, i keep coming back to you're talking about cartoon characters it, it oh well, jessica rabbit they need to just burn that thing <laughs> if that's the case i mean yeah 
I, th- I think that's the thing. Like, maybe now is the time that we but are it's, realizing it's, that I, there are things that need to be changed. And that's what I was going back to my, my other comment about, like, against society, right? It's more of a, like, what's our standard? What is our baseline? What are we going to allow and not allow? I think this is art. And if you're going to start restricting art and saying what art can and cannot be, then we're going to lose what art is. Because art is, a, is an expression. It's mm-hmm. a, and it, it's, it, it could be a self-expression. It could be an expression of the societal ills that are going on in the world. And people do, it can be something. And if you're going to start putting restriction on those things, what are we learning? How I think are we it, experiencing? I think it and it was Speedy, Longa- Speedy Gonzalez. Those are things that, again, I don't, uh, well, you look at all of it. I mean, it's, it, again, I keep coming back to the fact that it's art. It's, it's, it's fiction which imitates life mm-hmm. in some instances, mm-hmm. absolutely. If you're, again, if you're talking about Cuban beans doing it, I get it. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. I mean, yeah, you said art imitates life. I do think, honestly, at the end of the day, going back to what you were saying in the beginning, I do think that instead of completely taking it out, it could have been used as a learning opportunity, 100% to say that this is not okay. This is not okay. But I also understand that maybe, like, like, but why why does that need to be, why does that, why do you think... Okay, the skunk needs to okay. be. We're going to get canceled today. That attentive, like, why you think the skunk needs to be touchy feely? Like, what was the what's the purpose? Because it's funny. It's funny. Maybe that's just how he is. There, I'm very tactile. I'm a very tactile person. I touch people in the street that I don't need. Well, before, <laughs> before COVID, I would walk up to somebody and somebody was asking for directions or whatever. I would touch their arm. Mm-hmm. I would. I would. I'm very tactile. I mean, so there's a difference he, between that and... But wait a minute. So, yes, there's a difference. With, he was being amorous. He loved... He wanted her. He he wanted to date her. He he enjoyed her. And she enjoyed it also. Yeah. See, and my issue with, with, with the art part of it is it does imitate life. Because then we go into the whole situation with let's go, kind of transition into your David Do- Dobrik thing. And you'll have to give expression to that. But it, it really speaks to a lot of situations where, and this is a really hard subject for me because I'm, I'm torn. There, there are some instances where people, I'm going to say men and woman, women, are in tenuous situations and it is, um, it can be an assault situation. It could be, you know, something where they're very, very fearful of. And there are other situations where they're in tenuous situations and they have the opportunity to shift things, mm-hmm. but they don't because mm-hmm. they want clout mm-hmm. or they want their name to be known mm-hmm. or they want money or mm-hmm. they want prestige. And that's when it puts this situation, mm-hmm. this type of situation, that's just, that's when it becomes argumentative. That's when it becomes problematic because you have art imitating life and you have in that particular situation she was good she she didn't maybe ask for it but she was enjoying it Mm -hmm. and then when he stopped doing it she looked up at him like what are you doing why are you stopping Mm -hmm. so my thing is like it can't be both ways Mm -hmm. in that in space jam i didn't see it yet i probably won't see it when she 
took out the restraining order, like I said, they should have taken that opportunity for him to realize that those advances were unwanted and he shouldn't be doing that. And mm -hmm. they could have used that as a lesson. And that would have helped the Me Too movement or the, any kind of movements that are out there. Taking it out, canceling Pepe, it's just like, it's ridiculous. I, I don't agree. I think that sometimes it's like what's what's the point of just like you're like why do you need to curse mm -hmm. why do you need to show people taking out restraining orders why do you need to show people being to have advances that they don't want what what's what's the point of that what do you with mean? pepe what's the point of putting pepe in having giving advances to a woman that doesn't want attention like it's just like i i mean not out of sight out of mind but it's just like I I mean obviously we don't know the movie either. That's the thing. So How is that really? Um, I guess it was moving along the, the narrative. Well, again, if they put it in there, obviously you they would took think it out. So does it? So you know if that they originally put it in there. It was you would think they were putting it in there for some kind of social stance, some kind of meaning for something. You would think, you would hope that that's what the reason they were, it came it was inside the plot and, and it could have been like a funny thing. This it could have been a lesson inside the funny thing, you know, satire or whatever it is. But like I said, removing it doesn't serve the purpose. If the purpose is to say that, you know, these, these advances are unwanted and these are the steps that this woman had to take mm -hmm. to get the skunk away from her or whatever the situation is. I don't think that was the purpose, though. Well, I think I think that it was just supposed to be funny. And I think, like, going back to Looney Tunes, like, in the past with other instances with Pepe Le Pew, mm -hmm. in the past, like, that was funny. Mm -hmm. But in now, day and age, with everything that is going on, like Me Too and all that stuff, it's not funny. But the thing about it, these these situations were happening back then. Yeah. So it, it was never funny. If, you, if you're going to talk about it, the, yeah. the, the act of it is never funny. But because we're so politically correct about everything, like it's almost we're super ultra sensitive about everything. And I really think like sometimes it isn't a distraction. It's taking us away from the things that we need to be focusing on and giving us, throwing us a bone by taking a skunk out of a movie. Who really, it's not, who I, cares? It doesn't make a difference. And again, if you're talking about a PG-13 movie that's for kids for the most part and parents are going, just like in cartoons, the lot of the storyline is for the parents not for the kids because the kids are not getting the story. Mm -hmm. They're not getting the underlying. But the 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 funniness or the 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 difference in what's going on in a movie when kids go older, they realize mm -hmm. they get to realize that those wow that was about this that was about that for the parents who have to endure. And I said endure because sometimes the stories are not that great. The storylines of a kid show mm -hmm. they have those underlining stories and meanings that are there for them to to laugh about chuckle about or get whatever lesson from mm -hmm. like I said in the beginning I don't think the lesson for the children is what the children are getting they are seeing Pepe Le Pew the funny little skunk that was always chasing after this this thing that I, I don't and again I hope if you're listening please do write in and, and have a comment but I just don't think that removing the skunk from the the movie is uh is is making the impact that it needs to make it, th that that's not where you do it and again i keep going back to the conversations that need to be had in your home when you're raising your boys and when you're raising your girls about how to behave and how to treat each other that's where it comes into play 
not on a big screen for twenty five dollars and some popcorn or whatever it yeah, is. I mean, yeah, but not everyone, not everyone's having this conversation. But they should be. Yeah, they should. And, I mean, and it shouldn't be up to Looney Tunes to teach their children what's right and what's wrong. I mean, yeah, I agree it shouldn't be up to them, but I do think that things like, like, I do think that, like, people, just in general, right, people have a responsibility to set some kind of standard. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, because, again, if it's, you're talking about Dr. Seuss and all these people... You know, it's only an uproar. And it's only a problem because mm. it's it's what's hot now. You know, it's what's um, you know, it's it's good to be politically and racially and so and and sexually conscious now. Yes, but I, so I think now that, that's a good are, turn, though. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not. But I'm what I'm saying is some of the things that they're looking into mm. to alter. I think are insignificant mm. things when there are way more mm -hmm. bigger, better things that they can be altering and changing. Okay, yes, I understand. I Yes, I can agree with that. I think, uh, I would like to think it's a step, but I understand what you're saying about distractions. It could just be like, okay, well, we're doing this, but behind closed doors, we're, you know, still, still making advances like, exactly. at people that don't want it. I mean, who knows? The person that wrote the story could be <laughs> could, yeah. could have had an advance, and maybe that was in the story. Like, I don't know. I'm just talking at this point, but I just really think that, you know, it's it's a big deal about nothing. You're talking about a fictional character, a skunk being a skunk. But what's a skunk? A skunk is a is a, <laughs> it's a, it's a it's an animal that stinks. Right, but you like the people or who made this stink. character are mm -hmm. the ones who are putting the personification on it the skunk could right. just be the, the skunk could be whatever they want it to be thing. Would, and my thing if if anybody should be upset about it, it should be frenchmen because frenchmen mm. as a skunk you know they they're making all these pushy advances on women that may not want them and they're depicting them as a skunk mm -hmm. if french anybody people. should be <laughs> well french right french people men and women yes so they should those are the people that should be in uproar but again, it's not. It, again, it, it to me, it's it's missing the entire point. But let's kind of transition into the cancel. What is it called? Cancel culture. The cancel culture, because again, the the whole taking the Pepe la, Pepe out and and Speedy out and and Dumbo's not going to be shown anymore and and all these other things are going to be changed over now because society said this, that it's wrong. These classics are wrong. Um, with cancel, cancel culture, like you go ahead, give the definition well, and background oh, okay. and then Let's I can see. speak to it because I just don't get it. So the definition of cancel culture, um, cancel culture is a modern form of ostracism in which people, if, in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, mm -hmm. whether it be online or social media or in person, those who are subject to this ostracism are said to be, ha to have been canceled. That is what cancel culture is. So it's it it's so is so it's not actually a movement to cancel them. It's 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 like an unspoken social no, definition. It's spoken. <laughs> well, unspoken in the sense of 
maybe not unspoken, but un, there's no action behind them actually being canceled. It's not oh. like they're getting them fired or they're getting removed from certain oh, things. They try. People try, definitely. Yes. Yeah, it I depends don't... on the situation. Oh, so I guess, well, this is not really what happened, but with um, Pierce Morgan, I mean, he was fi- yeah. finally fired yeah. because he's he's just done so many things in yeah. the past. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not cancel culture, though, no, right? I feel like people in the past have tried. It's just like, so... Um, I, I feel like a better example for people would be what's his name, it's Kevin Spacey. Well, see, Kevin Spacey. Okay, this so, is this so is, that's and that's. I guess this is my question with cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what? Okay, so y- y- people do something bad. Mm-hmm. People, someone does something bad. Let's say uh, again, my my example is Kevin Spacey, right? Mm-hmm. That whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if people don't know, he. He was accused, accused of, of mm-hmm. um, molesting a, a young boy. Molesting a young boy, mm-hmm. and so when once I came out, mm-hmm. once the person who you know it happened to spoke out, it's basically like, okay, let's cancel him. So we we want you removed from movies. Once you want people to take back your, it's like okay, so say Kevin Spacey had a. Um, a spon- not sponsorship, but say he worked with Colgate. Sorry for all these people I mentioned. <laughs> I'm, hmm. just, I'm just thinking right now, but um, he had a, he had a commercial or whatever with Colgate. He's a, he's the the Colgate man, and so people would be like, oh, he works with Colgate. I'm not gonna buy toothpaste. Let's boycott Colgate until they say we're not gonna work with Kevin anymore. Like that whole thing. Like we're just gonna we're gonna use our power to stop. Um, buying from uh, consuming certain things that are attached to people like another example would be um what's this man's name i'll give you a prime example for me like the goya brand like i won't buy uh, goya anymore okay. because I don't know what happened with goya, goya um was um i believe he's a s- hispanic owner mm-hmm. and he oh yeah was, he's a trump supporter um, a trump supporter yeah exactly so, so that so he doesn't get any more of my money yeah but I'm not getting on a pedestal and telling people don't buy Goya. I mean, that's your own personal choice. Mm-hmm. And I think that with the cancel culture, I just I want you to go into Dobrik's story because that's really where I am. To explain like that is just way too much. So okay, there's this YouTuber who does pranks, mm-hmm. and he is under fire right now because he he did a video where he had. He asked someone who was in his group if they were willing to make out with a girl in a mask. He switched out the girl in the mask for a guy in a mask. So he's making out with this guy in a mask, not knowing that it's a, that it's him. And then when he they stop, he takes the mask off and he's like, actually, you were making out with a guy, okay. not a girl. And he, what, you have to tell it all. So he was upset, but, but. Oh, so yeah, he was upset. Um, I mean, we don't know what happened behind the scenes, but in a later video, he asked, "Hey, are do you give me permission to do that prank on you again, where I trick you into making out with this guy?" And the guy's like, "Well, how am I how am I gonna okay you like, you know, allowing like how am I gonna okay you to do that when I don't know like when it's gonna happen or how it's gonna happen? Like, how do I okay that?" But he was like, "Well, it's not gonna happen, so go ahead." And then it happened again, <laughs> um, where he he said that he was going to, he told the guy that he was going to be in a, a commercial, a beef jerky commercial, and the beef jerky commercial was um, 
he well so he didn't know that he was the one behind it but it's like some he had someone reach out to him and say hey do you want to be in this beef jerky commercial what's going to happen is there's going to be gorillas two like gorillas in a suit they're going to come out and they're going to make out with you and something about beef jerky and basically the person in the gorilla suit was the guy that he made made out with before so my thing when jessica was telling me this is first of all um it's like my well like like i always said in kind of with the other Pepe Le Pew thing is your moral compass, right? Mm-hmm. It's what you're willing to do for a dollar. Because my understanding for that this person that the prank was pulled on wanted clout. Mm-hmm. He wanted he wanted to attach himself to David Do- Dobrik. David Dobrik because David Dobrik was an influencer. He, he was mm-hmm. making money. He was popular, and he wanted to be successful. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to be successful. So he attached himself to this person who he knows is a prankster, mm-hmm. who is his colleague, not his friend. So again, I'm making this up because I don't know. He pres- must have presumed that he wouldn't do anything to me, but he saw the type of person that he was and the things that he did. So he first asked him if he would do kiss somebody blindfolded thinking that it would be the girl ended up being the guy he wasn't incensed he didn't quit he kept on working with the person Mm -hmm. and he gave him permission to possibly pull the prank again saying that oh no you're not going to be able to get me again knowing his personality knowing the type how he got successful for the pranks that he did and he stayed on working with him Fast forward two years later, that I think the I think the crime or the or the, the 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 duplicity in it is that he sent an email, so he didn't know that it was actually him, right? Mm-hmm. Sending so soliciting, and still in that your moral compass, what you're willing to do for a dollar, you a black man will do a commercial with gorillas coming in that you're gonna make out with to to promote beef jerky really well like what how first of all how is that even connected second of all where's your own moral compass about what you're representing what you're putting out there for the world a black man kissing gorillas now that is not a stereotypical that is not a racial connotation i have no idea what is so now what i understand from jessica is that this person i don't know his name is now upset and he's saying you know while covid happened he it made him realize the error of his ways and how he shouldn't have done that and he hasn't been able to sleep he's having all kind of mental issues and i'm not saying that he's not i'm not saying he has not had a come to jesus moment what i'm saying is now that he may be suing and now he wants to have issues and how, and now people are jumping on the bandwagon to cancel David Dobrik for this type of behavior for what he's doing and my point my feelings are you knew that going in you were working with him when he was doing that to other people now that it's on in your plate or on your plate or on your side of the house you want to have an issue with it after the fact and you're talking about this happened when two years ago 2017 so you're talking four years ago and now because of covid he had because why you are no longer significant because you're not getting the clout that you had gotten when the stories and the things are going i just don't understand the whole cancel culture in the sense that i do something wrong to you i decide to go to a social platform and 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 say the wrongs that you did to me and then other people jump on the bandwagon yeah yeah that was wrong so let let's go ahead and cancel that person who has always been doing this, and, and 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 this is this is the thing about it with the cancel culture, they put they because it wasn't me put a president in the White House 
who clearly stated how he was, who he was, what he was, and what he was going to do. And he did it. So when he was doing those things, nobody was shocked. Nobody was surprised. Nobody was talking about canceling. Nobody. So how is it that you have someone who is a... a people were talking about canceling, though. Not the people that put him in there. No, I mean, but I mean, we can't differentiate the people. What I'm saying is people made David Dobrik a star. Mm-hmm with the pranks that he was doing, mm -hmm. with the what he, all of that. They put him there, mm -hmm. and so now they want to take him out, because, <laughs> which makes no sense to me, because you put him there knowing he was a prankster, knowing he did those kind of, you laughed about him, you thought it was funny, you thought it was an enjoyable thing, and you go to his to YouTube or whatever it is that he does his platform, you willingly go there. I don't make you go there. I don't make you go there. I don't make you deal with this. Now you want to come and because you put them there, say, oh, you know what? We put there, we put you there. We'll take you out. I mean, if someone does something wrong, I mean, okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't agree with cancel culture, but I'm just saying like, okay, he's doing pranks, right? He's but, always been but doing then he, pranks. Yeah, but not pranks. having people make out with people and mass. But he knew it. After the, the first time, the first time, Yes, he was wrong. Right. He should have... But he continued to work with him. Yeah. He continued to stay on. Mm -hmm. Because because his morals or his feelings or his emotional stability, he put that on a line for a dollar. Mm -hmm. He sold himself for what the consequences. And then you give him the opportunity. You say, yeah, you're thinking, okay, you're not going to get me again. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave him an opportunity to try. Now, if he said no, he should have said no, absolutely not. That was a situation that I'm not dealing with anymore, and I'm not giving you that chance. And then David did it, then yes, mm -hmm. then, then that's wrong. But you said, yeah, sure, go ahead, mm -hmm. try, go ahead, do it. And then, not even when it happened, so here's you want to stop it. But here's my question. What, what are the ramifications of his actions of the whole nothing just go on about your life <laughs> at this point because again what i think it's more of a, like people need obviously you shouldn't cancel them like you can't you can't work in this town anymore any or kind of thing but it's just like well do you realize what you did was wrong and again my thing yeah look yes but and if you looked at in a court of law if he took him to court nine out of ten times he's not going to win because he gave him permission in each instance. Then he continued to work with the man until COVID when he couldn't work with him, mm -hmm. when he couldn't be in physical, I guess, proximity of him. And then in COVID when he wasn't getting the clout and wasn't getting- Well, no, he stopped working with him a while after. What a, well, what like a, a year after, like a 2018. Year. So it had been 2000, yeah, 2018, let's say 2018. But you said it happened in 2017. It happened in 2017. Mm -hmm. Which one? The first the, the one. The first one. Okay. And the then second one. Second one. I, I maybe 2000. Maybe the beginning of 2018. But he and did. And then he quit. And then he quit. He quit some yeah a couple of months after or something like that. And then three years later, mm -hmm. he's bringing it up mm -hmm. because during COVID, not a year after, but during COVID, he had time to think about. I think he was saying like because things have stopped, like he had time to sit and think like okay, this is not okay. Or I I I have some trauma with this. Right, and inside that trauma, is he looking at his part in it? I mean, yeah, I mean, th that's definitely a point. But I think with going back to cancel culture, right, someone does something wrong. I don't think they have, <laughs> we have a right to, my thing, like, okay, he, take him to court. 
take them to court. That's what courts are for. That's what they have laws for. That you know, breach a contract, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to put out there. Mm-hmm. And if a jury of his peers finds him guilty, then he's guilty. I mean, and and I. This is a whole nother conversation, but justice is not blind so I don't that whole thing is is a problem for me but those are that's what we have set up to deal with those kind of things take him to court Mm. and then if through trials or through evidence and do whatever they see that that he's wrong then he's wrong but who am I to sit home and go oh yeah you know cancel that get rid of that let him and then like you said he's a DACA or whatever so he can get deported if he gets into any kind of trouble I don't cancel culture to me when I when I hear it in my head I think lynch mob I, I yeah. see people with pitchforks and and and, and torches yeah, and just true. going together and go girl get him wait get rid of him that's and that's why for me it's not something that sits right I feel like obviously there can be an in-between but just as you're talking I'm thinking about um the police officers with um Brianna Taylor mm-hmm that was cancel culture, don't you think? Like, everyone's like, they need to be fired. They they need to be reprimanded. They need to be fired. They need to take their pension away. They need to, uh, all these lists of things. That's like people, that's the lynch mob, basically. And that and that's why I initially didn't want to talk about like David mm-hmm. because I'm talk I'm thinking cancel culture is not just for YouTubers and social media stars who say the N-word because that's basically what happens. People say the N-word and they're like, take away their deals and all that stuff now yeah Mm -hmm. that's basically what happens but i'm Mm -hmm. talking about yes that but also people who are you know kevin spacey people who are what's this guy's name i can't remember the actor amber heard's husband i Um, I don't know um scissorhands edward scissorhands oh johnny depp johnny depp he got canceled because she was lying about apparently oh, had lied about um, how he was abusing her physical abusing her yeah mm-hmm. they canceled him take him out of um fantastic beasts mm. take it take this away take that away because of everything mm-hmm. it's the same thing it, it but it's like so i guess going back to again initial our initial conversation with pepe pew it's like so as a society we don't really you don't believe that or you're not thinking that we have a right to say we don't want this. I'm not saying that I don't think we have the right to say it. I just think that yes, we absolutely have a freedom of speech. We should say something. We we should stand up against things that we feel are un- mm-hmm. unjust mm-hmm. and unfair. And there's a way of doing it because you just you said she was lying about Johnny. Mm-hmm. So here you can't. He got canceled. Mm-hmm. His livelihood. His mm-hmm. fan following. His whatever. Not to say that he can't rebuild that Mm -hmm. but he took years in building that career Mm -hmm. and a lie took it out and I'm not saying this guy's lying with David Dobrik but he he, you have to look at your part in the situation I'm not saying Mm -hmm. you know you you allowed it to happen because you said it was okay you said it was okay like I said the first time it happened he should have been done with David Dobrik he could have gone at some point you know, go somewhere else. You should have had maybe some kind of leverage to to start your own whatever social media platform and get some followers. And if you can't, then maybe that's not the job for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I just think that um, I feel like we we have 
the right to stand up and say something is wrong or we have we 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 oppose certain things but there's a way of going about it and there's a way of 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 making sure that it's the right thing and it's the right kevin spacey you know if he's a pedophile then yes he should be canceled mm-hmm. r kelly absolutely mm-hmm. canceled mm-hmm. i mean there are certain things that should be done and my my whole thing is that it, i i just if it, not in a lynch mob mentality not in that kind of just gathering together and getting on your soapbox and just tearing somebody down there has to be a structured way of doing it mm-hmm. And, and cancel culture, to me, getting on social media and just lamb-blasting people and just tearing them down without, without due process. You know, just because I feel this way. Mm-hmm. I, you don't know all the facts. You don't know all the situations. And if you, once you know those things, then, then if you need to get canceled, get canceled. Mm-hmm. But there's a way of doing it. And this way is not it. Sorry, yeah. Pepe. I'm sorry <laughs> I did it to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree. It is, it is a lot. Um, I wish, I wish there was like some resolve to this conversation. Um, I guess there really isn't. I think it's a conversation that's going to continue. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, and again, yeah, I don't, because even in a definition like ostracizing, ostracizing. I don't think we should ostracize people, Mm -hmm. um, unless they're not willing to make a change. But then who are we to be their judges? I mean, because like, think, I mean, like, just like how people go out murdering people they go to jail and they're some ostracized some of them you know what i'm saying though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but murder is okay to you, ostracize like said, they, they go to jail so there's a process yeah so if you're yeah but they're in the jail process. i'm talking i'm talking i'm thinking more about like literally taking someone out of society and putting them somewhere else because they they're, cannot they're being be punished yeah right okay so i guess the there should be a court a smaller lower court for (laughs) these little petty things that need to be figured out like i mean i guess this is just a part of life right you don't agree with someone that they don't that they did something and then either you remove yourself or you don't yeah i mean you have the conversation you know shake the dust off your feet Mm -hmm. you have the conversation you you try to resolve it and, and again, if it's something that's not in your moralistic definition of who you are, how you see, what you feel, then you remove yourself from that situation. You don't stay in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that giving people who the whole cancer culture the benefit of the doubt, if they're trying to let other people know, like, hey, this happened to me with this person, like, just be careful. Or, like, mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't support that person because this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Granted, yes, that's my story. Maybe mm-hmm. it's never happened ever again to anybody else. Right. But, you know, just be on the lookout because, like, I'm thinking about Jeffree Star. Like, he, on multiple occasions, have has done racist things. So, like, he was in Morphe. His makeup was in Morphe. And Morphe decided to remove him because there were so many people who were, like, we're not going to support Morphe right. because, you know. Which is the right thing to do. That's cancel culture. Well, no, the right thing to do for Morphe. Yeah, because people were saying, we're not going to buy from you anymore right. because you have his product in your store. And it mattered to them their brand and their, their bottom line and what they wanted to associate themselves with, so they removed him. That, uh, absolutely. Yeah, but you're canceling Jeffree Star. That's the whole, that's the whole cancel culture, then, right? But, yeah. <laughs> 
Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Now he, you're taking but, away his livelihood. But he's a racist. <laughs> or he says racist things. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's like there's a process. So the process they did, they, they didn't like rag, uh, maybe they did ragtag him on, I don't know, on, on social media. People always do, but yeah. They People are always talking about him. They went to the, to, to the source, right? The source was Murphy. Morphe. Morphe. Yeah. Sorry, Murphy, Morphe. <laughs> they went to Morphe and said, look, I'm, 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 I'm one of your consumers. This brand, you need to take him out of your store because I'm black or I'm Asian or whatever, whoever he was going against. And he's racist. He says racist things. So you're going to lose my dollar. And apparently enough people said it to him. And again, to, and that's the power for me that I believe that we have to make us to take a stance to make a stance like I always said if we when I used to ride the trains I don't ride the trains anymore but if we just took one day everyone that rode the trains took one day and didn't ride anymore we would let the MTA know that you got to clean the trains you got to make sure whatever the power in the dollar eventually we have to ride the trains again but you take a stance that person took a stance and said look this person is no no, no good for my dollars so i won't be spending my dollars here if you want my dollars and you need to remove that person from the store and it was up to morphe to say you know what we don't want to sorry you can't because you not only are representing yourself you're representing us Mm -hmm. and your representation of us is not who we are Mm -hmm. so you gotta go Mm -hmm. so going back to david dobrik people are like this guy is well okay so the allegation is sexual assault because of the (laughs) because of the and first mass like let's take it back to it's 2017 right and the video came out and even okay so i'm someone who follows him and I don't know who we do. <laughs> I some someone who's following, and I watched the video, mm-hmm. and it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't comfortable. Um, the revealing, once it was revealed, that it the was whole a situation. Guy? Yeah, both videos actually. I was well, like, wait, wait, wait. You knew it was a guy, mm-hmm. so it was uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. But you watched it. Mm-hmm. You supported it, mm-hmm. and now you're saying, I'm, okay, no, no, no. I'm just no, asking. No, no. I'm saying that. Um, I mean, I now agree. You're with, saying he should be canceled. No, no, no. no. I don't oh. think he should be canceled. I definitely think he should say something about it because he hasn't mm-hmm. um, at all. He just keeps ignoring it, and mm-hmm. he even he has a podcast as well. And now it's also a visual podcast. He posted on YouTube uh, a podcast video, and I'm really expect. I mean, I I I expect to hear something from him in this situation. And I would like to hear his side of the story. Okay, so but what what if he's in your your position, I do. I think he should apologize. I think it was wrong. Yeah. Okay, so when it, once he apologizes, then it's fine. Then it's okay to continue following when you know he's a prankster and you know that this is how he is and this is this is this is what he believes and how he makes his money to prank people. And you would his, be okay. His, yeah. Yes, because his only prank is not sexually assaulting people. He does other things. Okay, but so again, like my my point is. In this particular situation, this person is now crying, uh, accusing him, I don't want to say, accusing him of sexual assault, mm-hmm. which I didn't think is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, considering all of the things that he said okay to. Okay, uh, well, I'm, I'm going again, because this is what a lot of people are saying online, too. It's the initial one. Right, the first one. The first one. Again... I still feel with it's the to, to me that's when you nip it in the bud in the beginning. You don't wait till yeah, it no, gets 100%. all the way down to the end and then go, oh, "Oops, I shouldn't have done that." So the fact that yes, that initial 
but I thought you I thought it was the gorilla one is the reason why he's saying that he feels assaulted no not it, was, the first one. it was the first one okay I so mean it's both it's both but I, I um I don't know where I was going with that you but I, I guess my question is if he apologizes then you then you feel better yeah because like okay so like you said I bring something to you mm-hmm. and I say I always use this step on my foot one, right? Mm, I love it. So let's say, like, today you step on my foot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, eh, I don't really like that, but I didn't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Then tomorrow, you step on my foot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I really don't like when you step on my foot. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I did it to you the first time. You didn't say anything. That's not the right way to go about it. No, and that's basically and what's would... happening. I'm, I'm making it into a simpler version. Like, if you later on down the line are like, I don't like you doing that to me. And the person's like, well, I did it to you before. No, that's that's not right. And we is that what he's saying? He hasn't said anything. And that's, okay. the, pro- that's the other so, problem. So, so again, my, my, my question to you is if he comes to you and he says that I'm sorry, whether he means it or not. Right. He says, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he continues in pranking because pranking is what he does. Yeah. And he continues in pranking. He doesn't do the prank to him anymore, the, the right, guy uh-huh. that's doing him, but he does it to somebody else. Then, then, it's a, then, it's, then it's like, okay, well, obviously you're canceled, I think. This is where, that's where you're like, okay, I'm, that shouldn't be done anymore. He hasn't done a prank like that mm-hmm. since. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, I, that's the whole point, I think, of... So how do you, and again, because we don't know, and I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but we don't know the conversations that they had in the past. Mm -hmm. You're saying he's not saying saying anything. Maybe, who knows what agreement they had to not say something, to not do something, to to not bring it up anymore. We don't know those inside conversations. And I don't, like the whole having to, if he, say he apologizes to the guy Mm -hmm. and doesn't make a public apology because it's none of your business. Mm -hmm quite honest mm-hmm. so and he doesn't make a public apology but he apologizes to the guy the guy never says anything about him apologizing mm-hmm. well, you, I, all, you I mean, all never know so it can, again it can if be, people well in in this whole social media mm-hmm. realm right if people keep bringing it up even though they've resolved it behind closed doors the person's gonna say something they're gonna be like i have resolved this with so-and-so behind closed doors will? yes 100 mm-hmm. percent. if people are this is his livelihood like you said mm-hmm. if you're at a if you go to like say you're wait, an wait, artist you're saying who will you, who david say? david he hasn't would, said anything today why would he then go i resolve this if he hasn't said if he hasn't been be, in defense of himself mm-hmm. to date mm-hmm. why would he turn around and go oh well you know you guys are all coming after me but I, we, it was resolved how first of all because uh, we don't know that that's true because we didn't hear it we heard the guy say that he was uncomfortable. He was upset. He said, so. Okay. So from, again, looking at social media, watching social media, being on social media, understanding the whole realm, Seth, the person, uh, the guy who says, is making the accusation, if he doesn't say anything, it'd be very odd, especially with him being so public now about it. So he will most likely say something. And if he doesn't, I assume 100% that David will because again this is this is his livelihood right if people are like i'm not supporting david dobrik they have the whole lynch mob and david no longer can get deals because people are not working with him like beef jerky actually had to come out and say we were not part of this prank Mm -hmm. we had nothing to do with this at all blah 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 like they had to actually come out publicly 
on Twitter and say we are not associated with this. Mm-hmm. Well, they did people that again always for their brand. do. Pe- people are always going to do that. If he say he continues to just if you, like another allegation, right? Let's say this: James Charles. Another allegation with him is that um, he's a groomer. <laughs> he's grooming grooming young men to a child groomer like who? James Charles. <laughs> Mm. I'm just throwing out allegations that are happening, right? Mm -hmm. So he tweeted something the other day. The whole, everything under his tweet is about him being a groomer. Mm -hmm. Everything in his comment section is about being a groomer. Mm -hmm. Now it's affecting, like you said, the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So if this allegation is affecting his social media, people commenting, people, him making money, his, oh, we're going back to you're saying, if he apologizes and does it again, then no, that's it like you're you're done the whole point i believe of this and it's i feel like the whole point should be of this someone makes a mistake right at the time 2017 he thinks of an idea he thinks it's funny Mm -hmm. realizes okay i misstepped this is not something that people think are funny is funny maybe i need to reevaluate how my thought process why do i think that's funny like whatever maybe he's not even on that level but realize the audience doesn't like it I shouldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do it. I mean, everyone makes mistakes, so like obviously you might misstep again, but not in that direction. Because if you're like, okay, the N word, <laughs> it might be another whole different topic, but you say the N word and everyone's like, you can't say that, you shouldn't say that, blah, 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 because of all these reasons. Well, my and thing then is you like, do it again, it's like, okay, well, you didn't learn your lesson. That's the, the whole point is to learn your lesson that you right, shouldn't do but, these things. But the thing I, for me, the learning of the lesson is you said the N-word or you, 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 saw, you put this video out. I was affected by watching the video. I'm no longer watching your stuff. I'm not going to have, go on the social media platform and go, oh, don't watch David Dobrik. If I'm talking to you, I'm like, oh, did you know Did you know he did X, Y, and Z? And you say, oh, no, I didn't know. I'm like, well, I'm not watching anymore because he did X, Y, and Z. Because, again, who I am as a person is that doesn't sit right in my spirit, so I'm not going to support you by continuing to watch your videos. I'm not going to go on social media and go, oh, don't watch this person, don't speak to that person, don't do that, don't do the other. I think with Goya, going back to Goya, um, the TV Nistas were talking about Goya or whatever, and I was like, man, I'm so upset because I like Goya beans, but I don't buy Goya beans anymore because I'm not for what he stands for Mm -hmm. so they're not getting my money Mm -hmm. but i'm not walking around picketing and and every time i go to the store somebody go to get a goy can i'm like oh don't don't do that so Mm -hmm. again for me the cancel culture should be an individual thing and then it won't to me it won't be a lynch mob it won't be a pitchfork in the thing because i who i am saying i'm not going to watch that you who you are you were disturbed by it but it didn't stop you from watching these videos so if you continue if people are disturbed enough Mm -hmm. to 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 be moved or so moved to say this is against who i am i'm not supporting this sorry i ain't listen to it just like with r kelly i will never buy any of his music i will never buy any go see any of his concerts if he ever gets out because he's not getting my dollar now mind you he's somewhere on my playlist when the song comes up i don't turn it off it was a good song i enjoyed the song at the time that money was already spent i'm not spending any more of my future money i'm not supporting you anymore inside of that to me that's cancel culture and that's an individual thing not a a, a lynch mob with pitchforks and, and and torches 
I think that um <laughs> so my question was gonna be like well how did you find out about Goya it was on television yeah people were talking about it it was in the news right because people were talking because about it. Telemundo actually was talking about right it. right so okay but they, somebody mentioned that he this is a person who clearly he sends us an um a, a message about him not even standing up for his own people by in being in support of of Trump being mm-hmm. a Trump supporter. So, yeah, but it wasn't a lynch mob. Somebody, it was, and granted, quite honestly, I think it was on the news one or two days. When I when people weren't continually talking about it from in every social media point, we talked about it that day, and we were off of it and onto something else. And again, for me, my decision was I'm not buying going anymore. And there's a whole bunch of other, if I'm going to buy some canned beans, there's a whole bunch of other ones out there where I can make fresh ones. But the thing, the point of the matter for me is I don't think that people should be judge, jury, and executioner, especially when people are so fickle. Today they love you. Mm-hmm. That's true. Tomorrow they hate you. Mm-hmm. And, and my livelihood and my life shouldn't be in your hands. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is something we're going to agree to disagree on. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I agree with you to an extent. I just, like, I think I'm trying to understand the line of, like, uh, something needs to be done about this and something doesn't need to be done about this. Well, I think, uh, or it's the culture or just the the act of the something that happens. Yeah, when things happen, it's like, okay, well, what's the difference between you know saying you stand like I, I keep thinking about Britney Spears it's like okay well we're standing up for Britney we need to continue this conversation I need to speak about it. I need to post on here I need to blah 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 and Black Lives Matter like mm-hmm. I need to march in the street I need to post on social media yes. I need to spread the word what's where is that line mm-hmm. well I think it too with even with Britney and with BLM you know it's an orderly thing you know they're not they're not targeting one specific person and tearing them down are they i mean from what i'm maybe because we're on different social media like you're on facebook and i'm on twitter Mm -hmm. and instagram and twitter is a different place absolutely and i'm thinking again going back to brianna taylor's cops like Mm -hmm. yeah they're targeting them they're i mean granted like no you shouldn't be like you know ostracizing people in the street but that happened. Okay. Like, people went up to him, I think one of the cops, they were at dinner with, the, with their family and was like, you suck or something like that. And but see, like, and, and that's uncalled for. Yeah, no, 100% that's, that's uncalled, uncalled for. for. 100%. I do, 100% because agree. Because, again, who, make, who gives you the right to be that, that lynch mob person? Who gives you the right? What makes you think that you, you have the, aud- the, the audacity to step to somebody? Do it in a organized manner. Do it in the way, like mm. like the woman in 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 Long Island who was being harassed, and the man went oh. and he sat out in front of her house for a, a months. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. You don't do it by now. If he had jumped up because he felt his life was in danger, or he was risking the lives of his children, his his family was at risk or whatever, because he doesn't know this person walking up to him mm-hmm. and talking about you suck. That's ridiculous. That's mm-hmm. That's not how you do things. Mm-hmm. And and same thing, like, I, I keep seeing it. I, I keep thinking of um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame or, or 
uh, Frankenstein when they were going through the city to mm-hmm. go and kill him. It's like, why? Who gives you the right? Because you're fearful of something. And in this particular mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You 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 want to stand up for the go- Seth against Dobrik. Mm-hmm. There are different ways of doing it. There are ways of doing it where, again, you, first of all, you got to know everything that's going on. You don't know. You weren't there. We will never know the true story about what happened because we weren't there. Mm-hmm. And unless Seth or Dobrik decide to put it out there in the way that it actually happened and they agree on the story, we'll never know. We get bits and pieces. And from everything I've heard, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if it turns around that he was not right, and all these people are going after Dobrik because they what they believe in their on their high horses about. Mm-hmm. I just I don't it know. Just I mean, seem I right with me. Yeah, no, I I agree. I just again, I just don't understand the the line because I keep thinking about Jeffrey Star, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, okay, he said he said things, but like he if he comes back and he's like, I didn't mean it that way or whatever, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I do you not agree? Do you think I know, he should I definitely, be forgiven? I I'm just not going to support him. Right. I mean, granted, I don't think anyone should support racist people, <laughs> but it's like I'm not going to stop you from doing that. But I might right. not associate with you because you su- you support that person, even though you know all these things. Just like you know, um, just like okay, going back to R. Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. If um we knew that he was doing those things mm-hmm. and my friend was his bodyguard or not bodyguard mm-hmm. but is is the one mixing the songs while he's doing whatever i'm not gonna be friends with that guy mm-hmm. so it's just like i don't i just don't understand when it's i under i get what you're saying i definitely do think that there needs to be some structure in it and mm-hmm. not just like you did something wrong forget you i do think that you do something wrong if you acknowledge it and you understand you made a mistake and you want to make a difference, then, you know, you should uh, be allowed a second chance or once you get a second chance. Mm -hmm. If, but if you continue to do something, Mm -hmm. I think I kind of going back to our initial conversation too, about like what society we say as a standard of people or like how we want people to act. And again, murder, if we we don't want that to happen, you go to jail. Mm Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's, like, you know, with murder and rape and all that stuff, there's specific guidelines. But then, I mean, yeah, these are, like, like sex, sexual assault is a real accu- accu- accusation. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But, I mean, supporting a racist person, there's really no court for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, things mm-hmm. like that. There's no court for that. Mm-hmm. The other allegations, going back to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, about, like, abuse and stuff, those are, like, there's a court for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess and then the other thing goes to, like, everything's an accusation until there's proof. Mm-hmm. But if they, if someone, if, there, if someone keeps doing something, mm-hmm. right, and... I don't know, maybe say they're just really good at hiding it, like people who murder people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's no proof of it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I know this. Mm-hmm. I want to speak up about it and tell people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah. And then someone else is like, yeah, 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 that happened to me too, or blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, you know, there should be something behind it that there should be a structured way of getting to whatever But what if you is? never get any proof? 
because I I'm just it, thinking it, thinking now. There's like I watched an ep- well, I saw an episode of like some kind of murder documentary, and this guy got away with killing his like mistress and mm-hmm. buried her body in the backyard or something like that. And but, then they found it 30 years later, and the man was like dead. It's like, oh, what do you do then? <laughs> but I mean, at least the the, the the truth came out. But the thing about it is, I mean, I mean, and it, that just again goes back to who makes you the judge, the jury, and the bailiff of somebody's life or situation. Granted, you absolutely have a say if something is, is, is disrupting you and it doesn't make you feel right and doesn't sit in your moral court. Absolutely, you say something about it and then action, and then you stop doing it then you stop then you stop associating with the person that's a racist you stop doing those things absolutely and then if in your circle enough people start doing it then that person will either only one or two things happen either you you change or I change that's the two things that can happen in a situation right you mm-hmm. stay or leave or I stay or leave so in that situation the person will eventually and, and again it's not us to decide when they, f- they get their lesson or when they learn or when they get whatever comes to them what that's not in our our, our power in our space mm-hmm. I mean we may want to see it now you want to see justice now I want to see justice maybe but it's not in our power and space for that to happen what we do is do our part mm-hmm. okay no I yeah I guess let's end it on that that we we think that people need to stop to some extent like social media right like it it was created for whatever reason but like not every opinion and every thought needs to be a hundred percent just like thrown out there Mm -hmm. if you don't agree with something you say it and you stop supporting that person but there's no reason to constantly attack someone because you don't agree with them basically right i mean who are I, i i keep pointing back to who who are we to do that you know Mm -hmm. and um there was an episode on ball that was similar to this she was a whole cancel culture person Mm -hmm. and um she went after this this father who supposedly molested she who she believed Mm -hmm. molested his stepdaughter Mm -hmm. and, and murdered her and the man was distraught he you know, whatever. She was campaigning out front of his house. Mm. She went to his job. She got him fired. And he ended up killing himself to find out that he didn't do it. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, like, I mean, even just thinking about it, too, it's like, you know, okay, you're, like you said, you're canceling this person. But it's like ha- you've never made a mistake before. We've all made mistakes. And I think that's the thing. Like, I think the problem, though, is, like, a lot of people are they don't want to be vulnerable enough to take to take accountability for their actions right Mm -hmm. and because for so long people haven't Mm -hmm. like um epstein not epstein what's the guy Harvey Weinstein Mm -hmm. because people have gotten away with it for so long Mm -hmm. I think people are just so upset but it's like like you said you have to kind of like reel it back in and realize like you need to do something more structured about it instead of just being like having a pitchfork outside someone's house because that that's at the end of the day more energy for you than for somebody else for the person that it's happening to mm-hmm. we as a society have to understand we're all going to make mistakes mm-hmm. and we should all give each other more chances space give space this space for as long as they're willing to make a change and because i just i just keep thinking about people who like do horrible things mm-hmm. behind closed doors and just continue doing it even when they get caught you know right so they, and again they of course there's a 
there's the line mm-hmm. and, and it's a it's the thin line between love and hate i think it's like that very thin line mm-hmm. but i think as long as people actually again see the error mm-hmm. and understand granted maybe they don't have the, this could be this is a long conversation and we're about to end it but mm-hmm. like maybe they don't have the capacity to understand like, people who kill people mm-hmm. maybe they don't they don't understand why that's not an okay thing, right? Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. I yes. Mean, it, that's a whole nother conversation. A whole nother conversation, but yeah. Um, let us know what you guys think about cancel culture and what you think our thoughts on it were. Hopefully we're not canceled after this episode. <laughs> um, and we're going to end this episode with today's quote, which is? Today's quote is, to forgive is to set a prisoner free. And discover that that prisoner was you. Mm, that's a good one. All right, guys. Have a thank you so much for listening. Night. Talk to thank you next time. You. Bye.